Hello, and welcome back to the Art Bruja podcast. Join me this week for episode seven as we talk about creating, transforming, transmuting, and destroying. Thank you so much for tuning back in, and let's go ahead and get started. So these are pretty broad concepts that I'm going to show how it can apply to various different areas of life. So we'll start off with creating. And creating is specifically because it is relating to the Art Bruja podcast. I'm relating it to the process of creating something, whether it's an art piece, a song, a piece of fabric. Creating anything is essentially a practice of the will and of discipline and of production and productivity. And when you're channeling creative energy, that could be channeled through art. It could be channeled through crafts. It could be channeled through behavior analysis and pattern analysis. It could be through sex. You know, sex is a lot of creative energy coming together. That is how babies are made. These creative forces of a man and a woman come together and they make a child. So sex is creative energy gardening is creative energy, Uh, feeding yourself is creative energy because you are essentially focusing on the positive, on the life force energy. You can create a routine, you can create a, a mindset, you can create a social construct, you can create values and ideas through practice or through theory. But you have the unlimited potential of creating something new every day. Yes, a lot of us have soul-sucking jobs and a society that doesn't really encourage creativity. It encourages consumption and, you know, having someone else do it through a service. It doesn't really encourage do-it-yourself um, behavior. And I mean, there are subcultures that do definitely like people who go to Michael's or craft stores, they definitely have a do it yourself energy. And they know that they are better off channeling and trusting their hands, excuse me, channeling and trusting their hands and investing in themselves to do it as opposed to investing in a service. I think it also teaches us a lot about the relationship we have with ourselves. You know, if I have a garden that I've grown everything from seed and have developed a relationship with these plants and understand how to grow and nurture and care for them, that's a lot different than if I just had a garden full of bought plants and they were fully already growing and fruiting by the time that I had bought them. I didn't really learn about these plants or how they grow through time. So creation, creativity, whether you are creating a morning routine or creating a habit or a lifestyle, hobby, anything, really, creativity is at your disposal and it's amazing because we'll talk about this more later, but when you're creating an art piece and you're using your emotions or experiences to fuel that art piece, you're essentially transmuting emotions into a tangible piece of something whether that's art music you know what have you you can literally transmute anger into uh, knitting an entire blanket for yourself so really the possibilities are endless and i don't want to put 
limits or barriers onto what creative energy is because you also you know as someone who lives a completely different life for me who probably doesn't uh focus on technology as much who is probably more working with nature you probably have so much information about the natural world that other people would not have because they don't have that lifestyle so really the life that you create is the life that you endorse and um, when it comes to creation and creative energy, you just want to make sure you're not suppressing it and not essentially stopping yourself from even starting creation. A lot of people, I feel like, focus on perfectionism. I do have perfectionist tendencies, and that has been a limiting belief because you believe that you can't create something without it being utterly perfect. It can't just be what it is and you be happy with it. It has to be perfect validated by every single good well-leading influential corporation whatever you have you you can't just have something exist because you said hey i want to create this and i've created it so you know perfectionism is very dangerous it stops a lot of people from even getting to the point of creating um and creating it takes immense energy and resources and there's also the political aspect of some people not having these resources or or not having the energy because they are being overworked and exploited by capitalism. I can speak from experience and say that as an artist, as a painter, if I didn't have to show up to a full-time job, if I didn't have to invest a considerable amount of energy to work this full-time job and to, you know, plan to be better at this full-time job, then I could put more energy into my art and into my soul work but there's time and there is um rest and there is the appropriate um action taken at the right time so i'm not going to let capitalism be an excuse and be like that's why i didn't achieve my dreams although it's it's valid that that happens because a lot of people don't have considerable willpower or just like you know, regenerative power to pursue more than what is just available and comfortable to them. So yeah, next we're going to talk about transforming and transmutation. Stay tuned. Now, when I speak about transforming, transforming happens all the time. And a synonym is change because there is transformation from the seed turning into a flower to wilting, to decomposing, all of that is transformation. You can transform your day with just a couple of thoughts. Uh, changing your mind is a great way to transform your day, to transform your perspective. It just means to look at your perspective from another angle to change it. So one of the best ways to get in touch with transformation energy is to look at the teachers of transformation. Look at plants, look at butterflies, look at um, the sky. It transforms colors, you know, the entire day. And transformation is just a good way to remind us that, you know, change is the only constant and we are constantly different people. Uh, I think the only times that we struggle in life and suffer in life is when we are stagnant to the change, when we aren't open to the fact that we are changing beings, and when we try and stay stuck on one idea or construct or person, um, you know, sometimes relationships have to move on, and 
for us to have an inability to not move on creates suffering um, in both partners. So it's just important that you, you know, understand that change is going to come. You kind of have to go with the flow and not resist too hard. And I feel like life gets easier when you go with the flow instead of resisting change. Um, next, we're going to talk about transmutation, which is crazy because I have done this and I never really put the name transmutation to it. But essentially, everyone transmutes emotions into activities. If you're at the gym lifting weights and you're using your rage to fuel your workout, you're transmuting your emotion into tangible action, into energy. If you are taking a sad emotion and you're making an art piece, whether that's music or a painting, you are transmuting your emotions and transforming it into something else. And, you know, with art, it can really kind of dive deeper into that emotion and how it makes you feel and how that specific experience is told through your lens. Um, transmuting, I think, is really important, especially because when it comes to life, if you are not taking the energy that you are given and turning it into something else, I feel like it's very easy to be manipulated by the energy, the people around you, the um, agendas and goals of people around you. If you can't transmute specific... Uh, energy that you are given and essentially turn it in your favor I feel like it's a really hard life to live if you know that your depression is really crippling and you are just gonna you're gonna stay sad for a long time you might as well try and transmute some of that sadness into something that will teach you something maybe through that sadness start a garden start a vegetable garden maybe in your sadness, you'll find activities to fill your time with. And maybe in growing that garden, you'll nourish vegetables to feed yourself and to create a healthy um, system around you. Excuse that. That was my um, partner. So um, going forward, transmute emotions, transmute behaviors. Make sure that you are trying to at least do something with the energy you're given instead of just kind of like being uh like a fish and kind of just like bending to everything around you be sensitive to your environment and be sensitive to what you're feeling inside and out but also realize that you can take an active approach to what you're feeling and not just like let life hit you you can absorb some of that uh, energy and then use it to better your life um, there are countless paintings that I can speak to as an artist, since this is also the Art Bruja podcast. There have been various paintings where I have essentially manifested a future vision of myself through the sadness that I felt in the current moment, where I felt like I didn't love myself or I didn't love how my current present version was. I would paint future versions of myself that kind of supported me in visualizing the fact that I wanted to manifest really long hair for myself. I wanted to manifest a healthier body. I wanted to manifest a really um, just healthy frame. And I achieved that. And it's because through visions, I was able to essentially manifest my current life. So moving forward. Now onto the final process, which is destroying. I think that in this society that is very wrapped up in seeing things as good versus evil, we naturally are wanting to be on the positive side of life, on the good side, 
on the manifesting side, not on the negative death side, the taking away aspect. But we cannot have creation without destruction. We cannot create a million things without destroying older things to make that space. And nature, it abhors a vacuum. So, you know, energy doesn't just pop up out of nowhere and disappear. It changes in shape and form in its expression. So I think that when we're talking about destroying, we can be destroying old patterns, old behaviors. We can be destroying old social constructs that no longer serve us, like you know, heteronormativity or toxic masculinity. And in destroying those social constructs, we are allowing there to be space for new social constructs that can be a lot more beneficial to the present community. You know, any social construct created was essentially to benefit the people of the time. So, you know, in destroying old social constructs and destroying old values that don't serve you, you allow yourself to create new constructs and new values that are a lot more aligned with your personal expression on this earth. When it comes to destroying as well, I think that we need to look at death um, through a very honest and very objective lens. We need death in this world. Without death and decay, we cannot have flourishing life. I think the aspect of, you know, winter and spring and the seasons are the perfect example of this. We cannot have new vegetation and new life on earth without the death of the old life of the old organisms that have served and expressed their life energy and you know they've used it up and it is time for them to return to source and to essentially nourish the ground for the next generation and this is actually probably the the reason that there's so much conflict on earth because those who are dying and decaying they can't handle the fact that the new world is going to be run by people other than themselves but i would just say that's when they need to practice learning how to detach in healthy ways and realize that none of this was ever theirs to begin with that it was all a part of nature and source energy and that they were simply a vessel to express an experience and in returning to source you're essentially giving up your body you're allowing it to decay and to nourish the next generation um and you are letting go of your identity and allowing yourself to give space for other identities other modes of expression that are not central to your experience <clears throat> I think also when you look at like your personal habits, if you're looking at it from like a day-to-day -day, uh, observation, you cannot do a million things in one day. You need to destroy a couple things in your day-to-day -to, -day to make space for the few essential things in your life that you want to hold on to. You may have, you know, the goal of being someone who is super fit, super creative, super smart, super spiritual, all of these things are great, but they're going to take years and time and rituals and dedication to really achieve all the full mastery of all these things. But you cannot achieve that in a single day. Rome wasn't built in a day and you do need to be very, uh, you need to have discernment when it comes to what you choose to bring in in a day. You're choosing what you are consuming with food, with information, with patterns, with habits, um, because they essentially make your reality. And then you are either satisfied or upset 
when certain patterns or behaviors don't align with your greater purpose or greater goals in life that, you know, you feel are important for um, your specific life that you're living now and what specific goals you've created for yourself. And in destroying like old and, you know, patterns that no longer serve you, you are making space to create much more and create different and to transform and to transmute. So I just think it's important that in this topic of destruction, we don't attach a negative connotation with destruction. Destruction is negative. It is taking away, but we don't have to fear it and hate on it and essentially repress it um, because we don't understand it. Now, when we talk about the total process, you can see the creating, transforming, transmutation, and destruction as a vital process of the cycles on Earth, whether it is the positive to the negative or the negative to the positive, polar opposites are constantly present in this world. Now, I would not feel right concluding this episode without talking about the different gendered aspects of creativity and creation because there is naturally an understanding that women have creative energy already inside them. But also, men have that as well. You know, women, they could connect with creative energy through actually having a child and creating a baby, creating life on Earth. Um, That is a great way to connect with creativity, but you don't have to make such a life-altering decision. You can create through your projects, through your crafts, through the life that you create on your own is a great way to hone in on creative energy. And just like men, um, though you may not be able to actually birth a child, you can still create a lot of good in your life. You can create structures and systems and values that you hold yourself to that uh, allows you to feel confident and empowered in the life that you live. You can also explore the arts and create from your intuitive space. You know, this world constantly tells men that we are so logic-based that there is no room for intuition when there is a great deal of need for your intuition to be healthy inside your mind to balance the logical and the rational. And also to enhance your information by giving you the intuitive and spiritual feeling of you just simply knowing something to know it and not needing to justify your answers because of some system or because of some logic school or some theory. Um, Just knowing that you want this for yourself because it's something that you want intuitively, it is a very powerful tool to have. And a lot of people who are empowered, do want you to put your attention and focus and intuitive energy into them and not yourself. So that's why creative energy is also super important. And also in you clearing space for you to create, you need to destroy what no longer serves you. If you live a super consumerist lifestyle where you are not cooking for yourself, not infusing your energy into what you're consuming, if you are on YouTube, social media, and you're really not curating your energy to work for yourself, um, you are essentially just... um, you're essentially just like a vessel because your energy is being used to support other people's growth instead of you focusing that internal energy on yourself and expanding through yourself. So to conclude this 
podcast episode, I would just like to say that both creating and destroying are key components in this equation. You might have the tendency to want to see more positivity, more good in life, but you also need just as much negativity and bad in life to balance it out this entire life experience. Um, while you might have issues with the negative and why you might want to steer away from the negative, remember that through transformation and transmutation, you can actually turn the negative into something creative and productive um, and essentially using your energy as awful and uncomfortable as it feels, you can use it to create something very uh, beneficial for your life, very impactful, and you can also do it again and again to create a system of rituals and foundations that will help you in living this life and make it a bit more personalized to you and not feel like you're just another, you know, blank, um, robotic person or like, you're just um, another cog in the machine. I feel like to humanize your experience is to be curious about all these different aspects and to discuss them, whether on your own or within community. Um, but yeah, we know that these energies are present, and so I thought it'd be important to talk about it. And creation, destruction, all of that is essential in art. You can see it in reduction um, pieces, you can see it in sculpture, you can see it in music, video work, we edit, we take away, we add, we bring more to. Um, it's all in a delicate balance that I think creates the masterpiece at the end and the finished work. So in the meantime, have fun creating and destroying. Remember that destruction is essential. Remember that taking away is essential. You cannot have um, just this entire huge plate without taking away um, you cannot have so little that you deprive yourself. Remember that less is more, but overall, it's up to you to decide. Thank you so much for joining me this week on the Art Bruja podcast. I have been your host, Arielis Estrella. Join me next week for episode eight. I will see y'all next week, and until then, take care. Goodbye.